guys, it's me, Kim Jones, your host um, here at Let's Fix This Shit, and um, let's go ahead and dig right into today's episode. Um, So today's episode is, um, what kind of shit are we teaching our children, right? Like, it's so true, and, and, you know, we hear this all the time that we are children's first teachers or best teachers, but it's, it's valid. It's true. Like we are our children's first and most important teachers, um, in life. And the three things that I wanted to talk about today were areas of love, um, problem solving and regulating emotion. So with that being said, let's talk about it. Let's, let's fix some shit. Okay. So I can't say that, you know, every situation or every podcast, I'm gonna have a story, but definitely got a story for you guys here. So um, I feel like personal um, relation is the best relation. Like if you know what I'm going through, if you're experiencing what I'm going through, um, or if you've gone through something similar, it makes it easier to understand and to comprehend. And we're just here sharing, being honest, you know, like, I feel like so many parents are in the house going crazy and then outside we're just like, we're great or, you know, you know, fuck these kids, but it's, it's jokingly, but we're really not okay. So again, let's talk about it. So this weekend, um, I decided to go ahead and make sure that all aspects of my house were clean and tidy. Um, it's something important to me that I want to you know, show my children the reason why it's important to keep a tidy environment, um, you know, for their well-being and for their health. So woke up, um, my son asked if he could play his video game. And I said, yes, but after we clean your room and of course he was breaking down, throwing fits, crying, trying to figure out where he went wrong. Right. And instantly I became annoyed because I'm like, you don't even have that much to clean up. I'm trying to keep this together, like just pick this stuff up. And the more that my attitude changed, the more, you know, the more frustrated I became, the more annoyed I became. He also started to tense up and he became more scared. And that just made me even more irritable. So... At first, I was just like, um, you know, my my first thoughts are like, stop it, like, stop it, like, stop, like, that is not a thing for you to cry about. This is not significant. You know, you're you're doing the most. You're acting whatever. Insert whatever word that you want to there, um, and so on and so forth. So at first, I had him kind of try to self soothe, which I was like, you know, just, just lay down your bed. Like, who, <laughs> like I'm calling on a gentle parenting God, like, God, please give me the patience, the strength. Cause I'm about to lose it. So he's laying down and he's still not able to regulate. He, and then he's freaking out. He's, um, you know, like scratching and, you know, just having like a, a kid anxiety attack for lack of a better explanation. And I was like, okay, so my mind shifted to, okay, if I'm seven years old, I'm freaking out about what would I need as a seven-year-old? What would I have needed if this was me? So I did a big gulp because I was annoyed, um, but I was like, 
okay, Wusa, how can I be present for my child? Um, and I just told him to come and he sat in my lap and I asked him what he was feeling. And he said, I'm scared that I'm in trouble. And I was like, well, why are you scared that you're in trouble? I'm scared because, um, I'll get a spanking. And I was like, when's the last time you got a spanking? And he's like, he paused and he's thinking. And as he's thinking, you can see the relief, right? Cause he has a fear about something that's no longer uh, the true. It's not true for him. Like we don't spank in our household. So, um, he started to calm down and I said, okay, so if you're not going to get a spanking, you know, what are you scared of? I was like, I, I just don't want to be in trouble. I said, okay, you're not in trouble. You just have to clean your room. Okay. And it's okay to feel frustrated about not cleaning, but it's important that we keep clean spaces because it, it helps us be healthy. Okay. So he's like, okay. So we just repeated that. I made those affirmations and I just made him, re- you know, I had him repeat it after me. I am not in trouble. I just have to clean my room. I'm love beyond comprehension. Um, I can do hard things. I am capable of all things. And it, that day, we not only cleaned his room, he actually did his first load of laundry from putting in the cleaner, the clothes, taking out the, um, you know, the clothes out of the washer. I, I found something for him to stand on, putting them in the dryer and drying them up, hanging them up, folding. Of course, I helped him. Um, and I'm bringing this story to say that how many of us, you know, growing up were, were actually given situations where our caregivers took time to validate our emotions to say, okay, it's okay that you're frustrated about, or you're angry or whatever, help us realize where we were. So, so ground us and then help us solve the issue. And just think about that because for me, how I grew up, it wasn't that. It 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 was not that at all. Um and I realized that that's, you know, bringing into my parenting style that I have to ask, why am I so frustrated that a 7-year-old is having a hard time processing emotion or why am I frustrated that a 7-year-old doesn't want to clean his room? Like I, you know, there <laughs> there are things that I don't want to clean. <laughs> Um, and because I guess I can better articulate it, or maybe I don't, but the expectation that we put on our children to be able to rationalize or to be able to, you know, chunk, you know, if they have a big, a big thing to do, like we expect them to have adult brains or adult thinking styles or adult strategies when they, when they don't have it. I mean, just on the level of their brain not being developed, but When's the last time you you really taught your kid how to problem solve? Like not math, not homework, but they had a situation, just life, and you broke down and showed them and let them do it themselves on how to solve something or how to fix something or how to cook something or how to clean something. When was the last thing that you started beginning to end on how to teach your child. For me, it hasn't been a lot of those opportunities, or there's probably been opportunity, but there hasn't been um, 
times where that was the rule, maybe the exception, but not the rule. So in taking time to validate my son's feelings and making him, you know, giving him space, like you are important, you're seen, you're heard, reassuring him of his fears, and then affirming his capability, and then following through is so important, that follow through and having patience. And I could tell he just felt so capable. And he did not gripe for the rest of the day when it came to cleaning. Um, And after we was done, he went and he, you know, he did whatever, but it took me having to ground myself to put away my own triggers, to put away my own frustrations, to say, what does my child need in this moment? Or what would the seven-year-old version of me need in this moment? And we had a pretty successful day. And I want to go ahead and say that in changing my style of parenting in just the short time, my son is a lot more confident and takes more initiative in doing just day-to-day tasks. And it's amazing to see. Um, it, it truly, truly is. And, and that's why we're here, to create community and get us talking and get our children fixed because we got to fix this shit. Okay, so that kind of hit on all three of those, right? Love problem solving and regulating emotion Um, with my son, just making sure that you are creating space for your child and not in an active space. You know, we, I feel like we think of our children as adults or, you know, we're so quick to go to the, to the negative, but a lot of the times we just have to realize that they're just people. And the same things that you want, they want as well. Um, And we just have to be mindful that they're not on the same level and they don't have the same um, cognitive skills, right? And that makes it just a little bit easier. But it's so awesome when you change that mindset and you can say, here's something that I can show my child. Like you have the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of showing your child what love is. Like, that's your job. Like, you show them how to receive and how to give love. And we need to be conscious of that every single day. So, all right. So, of course, gave you a story about my son. (laughs) I swear my kids, like they be on the same energy because I have moments almost similar. Um, if that, not that day, then, you know, in that week. So let's switch over to the teenager because for, for me, a lot of, um, reason why I wanted to start this podcast was because I, I hear and see a lot Um, about gentle parenting when it comes to toddlers and younger children. And I'm going to speak from my experience that reparenting or finding a new parenting style or changing your parenting style is easier with younger children. It just is. Um, Teenagers 
it, it's harder. They've had more time with whatever you have been doing. And then they're older. They're, they're transitioning from impressionable to, you know, making their own decisions and having their own opinions. So it becomes harder. So I'm actually kind of excited that I give, I get to give you both perspectives. So saying that going to the teenager. Okay. So same day, (laughs) um, my daughter, we had discussed earlier in the week, she wanted to go hang out with her friends at the mall. And I said, cool, no problem. Just make sure that that room is clean. Okay. Because we, we struggle, me and my daughter both have this thing, or you can say she gets it from me. We struggle where our spaces can just be chaotic. And that's just how we're living. We're just living in chaotic, just shit everywhere. Right. Okay. So we agreed. Great. Cool. Friday night comes and, you know, she's just like, well, I'm going to clean my room late night. And, um, I was like, okay, like I'm already seeing her cause she'll wait till the last minute. I'm already seeing it. And, um, something else she had to do was unload a dishwasher. So she's shuffling and doing all sorts of things and all through the night she sleeps in and I guess she gets up in the morning and she starts cleaning. And when she is finished, um, she's rushing now. She's okay. I'm going to be ready in 20 minutes. Like, can you come check my room? And I already saw from earlier that her laundry wasn't done. So I'm knowing that her laundry wasn't done. That was a part of what we agreed to for her to go out. And now she's rushing because she's running late and they've already been at the mall for whatever amount of time. So go check her room and very nice, actually. Like it is probably the cleanest that she's actually made a room and, um, quite some time things were organized put away and I was very impressed so you know just asked her um about was everything that we agreed on done and you can see the look in her face and she's just like it was almost like a little like oh my god lady like are you kidding me like for real like what the fuck like oh (laughs) like I just did all this can we just go to the mall and um, you know, we talked to, I brought up her laundry and automatically, excuse, you know, automatically, well, there was, there was, there was laundry in, in the washer. And I was like, there hasn't been laundry in the washer all week, you know, and versus something like that, a scenario from my childhood, my mom would have been like, no, you, you didn't do a thing, you know, granted, same situation. You don't get to go like, that's it. And I don't want, that's not what I choose, you know, because at the end of the day, we're not perfect, but I want her to get in line of thinking what's important of helping her break down her tasks to where she has a bigger task to do, help giving her strategies to where she can break that task down into smaller tasks to be able to, you know, do what she needs to do. Um, but I need her to be honest and I need her to be aware. And that's what we talked about yesterday. And I told her, if you're not, you know, if you're not aware and if everything else is everyone else's fault, if everything that doesn't happen or does happen is everyone else's fault, then I can't help you. And I can't help you solve this problem. Right. 
And if you're not aware, then you can't be honest with yourself. And if you can't be honest with yourself, then you can't be honest with me. And if you can't be honest with me, then how can I trust you? You know, how can I trust you to go to the mall with your friends and know that what you're doing is what you're doing or, you know, you're going to do what I asked you to do or whatever it is, you know, how does that trust be established if we can't have an honest, open conversation? So we eventually got to the point where she admitted, hey, I could have started earlier if I do have a task like this, it does need to be something that needs to be started earlier. And the reason why she didn't get her laundry done wasn't because there was a load of laundry. It's because she left it to the last minute. So we talked about it. We set a game plan as far as her completing her laundry on what days so that she has success and making sure that um, she has enough time to do her laundry and no one else is using the washer and dryer came up on that game plan and that's where we're going to execute I gave her an example I was like okay so me and you came up with like okay I want you to do this thing for me and I'm going to pay you $15 okay so you do the thing and it's time to pay you but I only have $5 cash I could do I could say well you know you should be grateful that I'm even giving you money like you should be grateful this $5 You know, I could say, hey, I know we agreed on $15. I completely forgot. I have five on me now. I'm going to go grab the $10 and give that to you on this day or this time, right? That's a plan. That's acknowledging the problem that's creating a a plan and giving a time frame on that plan, right? Not, I'm going to give it to you eventually. That doesn't help me. I'm going to give it to you this afternoon. I'm going to give it to you tomorrow, whatever it is, and then executing on there. Or we could say, I forgot what the the last example that I um, that I gave, but it was something just not you know acknowledging that we agreed on this price and that's not what I have, or putting the blame on her, or putting the blame on something else. Like, oh well, I went to get the money. It just I just couldn't get the ten dollars, and every time I go to get ten dollars, like I always have a problem. I was like, we could choose to, you know, because problems come up or because, you know, something isn't complete doesn't mean that that's a fail. It just means that we need to, re, you know, change how we're going to get to the solution, right? But we need to be aware of the problem. We need to accept the problem. We need to take responsibility of whatever our role was with that and just create a plan to get to the end result. So... We had a great conversation. I dropped my daughter to the mall. Um, And long story short, she was supposed to get a ride back. She didn't. I found myself getting so frustrated. And I had to tell myself in that moment, like, okay, what would the, I asked myself, what would the 14-year-old version of myself want if they were at the mall and they thought they had a ride, but now they don't? Would they want their mother berating them? Would would they want their mother shaming them, being angry, making them feel like they're not important, making them feel like they're a waste of time? Like, what I want? And I had to say, you know what? I'm grateful that I get to pick my child up from having a good time, enjoying life. 
we have not had the easiest of, you know, times. And the fact that she is still trying to flourish and make friends and have joyous experiences and have happiness, like that brings me joy that I get to witness that. I get to see my child making attempts at thriving and being happy. I get to make sure that she's safe. So in conclusion, be aware of how you are teaching your child to love. You know, ask yourself, what emotion am I teaching my my child at this moment? And how would it look if they displayed that emotion to someone else? How are we teaching our children to problem solve? You know, if something is um, not going right for them, you know, they can't get the TV working or they can't get something right. Are we taking the time to say, hey, you might want to check these things or this is what we, we check for. This is how we get to the bottom of this. Are we being patient and actually being those type of teachers to our children? And then lastly, how are we helping our children regulate emotion? when they're feeling sad, when they're feeling frustrated, when they're feeling overwhelmed? Are are we creating a safe space? Are we saying, hey, I see you, I hear you, I feel you, and you can feel these things, and I love you? Those things are vital, and we need to slow down, and we need to take time, and we need to ask ourselves, what would the however your old child is, version of me, want in this moment? What would they have needed? What would they have loved? What would they have thrived on? And be that person. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I will be back again with another a juicy episode of Let's Fix This Shit. So thank y'all for listening.